Yeah, man. What's crackalacking, ladies and gentlemen? The homie Rodrigo is back again. Welcome to the Yeah Man Podcast, episode 22. Where has the time went? Don't they say fue? Where did it go? <laughs> What's cracking, everybody? And hang on, let the intro song kick. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hope everybody's well. Hello from the road. That's right. Right here in the beautiful city of San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. That's right. Here live at the Alamo. That's right. This is where uh, Davy Crockett shit his pants. The Alamo in San Antonio, uh, Texas. Huh, the Alamo. Does anybody know about the Alamo? The Alamo. The Alamo. It was a big old battle, right? In 1863, it went from February 23rd to March 6th. It was a pivotal event in the Texas Revolution following a 13-day siege of the Mexican troops under President General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. Yeah, that's right. He's the one that sold Mexico for five bucks. That's when uh, Mexico became Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, or uh, that's why they celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Dude, are you spreading fake news? What's up with everybody in their fake news bullshit, man? Everybody's all fucking, oh, dude, self righteous. Dude, stop spreading fake news. I'm not spreading fake news. You're listening to fake news. First and foremost, this ain't CNN. This is a Yeah Man podcast. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Everybody's all fucking on their little fucking, uh, dude, I hate this guy in office. Tough toastage, cocksucker. Right? You're going to hate him for another three and a half years. Or even more if he's reelected, right? You don't get what you want. <laughs> Anyways, back to the lecture at hand. What we're we talking about the Alamo and the Mexican president, General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. Santa Ana, right next to Anaheim. Did you guys see this bullshit with this cop, this off-duty officer from the Los Angeles Police Department? And this is all according to LA Times. And uh, the video is released on uh, Facebook. The Court of Public Opinion is now in session, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You guys hear about that bullshit? What a dick. Or did you guys see the video? Oh, my God. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Get off my lawn. Fuck you. I'll shit on your lawn. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> Dude, what a dick. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know the story, right? Well, where's the rest of the video? What was funny, too, <laughs> was the old man with one crutch, huh? <laughs> yeah, like Joey Diaz says, he has one foot in the grave and another one on the banana peel, cocksuckers. <laughs> Motherfucker look like Santa and shit. Kevin! Karen. He even seen the, the, the off-duty cop was in the wrong, right? Oh, my God. Dude, who gives a shit? You live on a corner. People are going to walk over your lawn anyways. Shit. Put a fence around your fucking property. 
And, that's, and you know, that goes back to something else. Huh, I don't know. Did we talk about it beforehand, Rodrigo? I don't know. Hey, we're going to go. We're going to fucking shoot for it, right? And like, and that's when I trip out when people uh, get mad when somebody parks in front of their house. You don't own the street. You don't even own the sidewalk. And where are the surveyor papers that say where your property actually begins and ends? Most of the sidewalk and that first strip of grass belong to the city anyways. Or the county. Uh, dude, these people are ridiculous. I know, especially in L.A. Uh, I, uh, when I go on the road, I park my uh, car on the street um, in an undisclosed location in uh, the county of uh, Los Angeles. Not even to say the city. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's like around where Felipe lives. And uh, every now and then I'll get, like, uh, a note on my on my truck that says, you, if you don't live here, don't park here. And uh, I just fucking posted a letter to uh, to the tree that was right next to that. I'm like, listen, bitch, this is a free country, and you don't own the street. That's it. I'm not parking in your fucking driveway. Who gives a fuck? If you need somebody not to park in front of your house, get a fuck. People are fucking killing me with their fucking bullshit. Fuck, dude, get the fuck out of here. Everybody wants to be a dick these days, man. I swear, everybody wants to be that administrator. I'm going to tell you what to do. You're wrong and I'm right. No. Fuck you. So all I got to say, right? In the voice of Andrew Clay Silverstein. But the days. But back to this cop, man. You guys see this video? What a dick. You know, I guess the story goes supposedly he called some little girl a cunt, which is a crime already, right? I mean, I don't know. If you had a little daughter that was like 13, right? A little a little mischievous daughter stepping on other people's lawns. I mean, shit. Why don't you go out and kill gophers? They're really fucking up lawns, right? Come on, pull out the nine and stop popping them in the head. You know? And uh, she was walking. And supposedly this is an ongoing problem. Because this is an epidemic in America. Not in the murders in Chicago, right? Not like fraud in the electoral votes. Or not electoral votes, I guess a popular vote, right? Because that's why uh, Donald Trump's uh, bitching. We're going to get back to the cop right now. And back to the Alamo. Uh, that's why he's all bitching because he wants a, a recount and saying illegal aliens voted. Or I like to say the word undocumented uh, uh, immigrants. I don't like the word alien. It's like they get to America, huh? take me to your leader. I need to get employment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought, bro. What the fuck, man? Is it the marijuana? No, it's the bad hombres. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's trying to um, say disqualify votes, so that way not only did he win the electoral vote, he won the popular vote, which he did not win, and he will not win. And uh, this assumption that their uh, illegal votes cast is going nowhere fast or nowhere at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my thought on that, folks. Uh, so, yeah, with this fucking cop guy, everybody wants to be an administrator. Everybody wants to tell you what to do. Everybody wants to get you in the wrong. Everybody wants to take a screenshot of your past and bring it up to make you look bad and make them look right. Even though they're not on the right, they're on the left. <laughs> Dude, get the fuck out of here with that shit, dude. I had, dude, I fucking flushed authority down the toilet ever since I was a kid, man. I was like, fuck that. And that's the thing that sucks about being a kid. You really have no power, man. 
up until you turn 18, and then you go through life, you really don't have any real, real power unless you have mad political power or mad cheese. And in the end, it's just like, fuck it, dude. Just live your life and be fucking happy if you can even do that. But people are so unhappy that they're unwilling to do that because shit doesn't go my way, and I'm going to get my way. <laughs> Grumpy cat status, huh? But this cop, I mean, really, dude? Really? It really bugs you that people are stepping on your lawn? Like, look at the trajectory of the uh, of the cul-de-sac of where that dude lives over the corner. I mean, it's better to just shoot across that little part than go all around your little uh, your little uh, crescent there, right? And, uh, and it's like he was like, I'm going to get these guys. I'm going to get them. And you know what? The dude looks like a dick anyways. And you know what's sad, dude? You know what's really sad? And I don't know if this is just my thought or um, I'm just thinking weirdly. Uh, that guy looks like a dude that listens to Social Distortion, dude. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fucking hideous. But hey, I can't stop you from buying the CD, right? <laughs> oh, my God. What a dick. And you know what's fucking even lamer? That this dude got caught on video doing all that stupid shit. He's all manhandling this little dude. Man, and it's not like poor little dude. It's not like he grabbed him and beat his ass. But still. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> it just sucks for this idiot that he discharged his firearm. I mean, luckily nobody got hurt. I mean, it could have been fucking totally different, dude. You could have shot some dude in the knee, in the head, in the face through a vital organ the unlawful discharge of a firearm now we got to leave it up to the district attorney rakakis uh, hopefully the district attorney uh if they file uh, uh prosecutes this case huh <laughs> oh my god like they don't have enough problems over there at the orange county district attorney's office <laughs> but man this guy is a fucking retard who cares, man? It's like that scene in the original uh, uh, Bad News Bears when they go all the way to Houston, Texas, and uh, there's going to be a pro baseball game, and uh, they're tied, and then the baseball players come out and, and uh, start cheering for the kids. Let the kids play! Let the kids play! It's like, who gives a shit? They're kids. They're going to do that shit. Nobody remembers when they were 13? Fucking around and shit. You know what I mean? Who cares? They're just kids. Some kid fucking punched my mailbox like a couple months ago. At first I was pissed, but I'm not going to go pull a gun on him, grab him, and yank him, and fucking uh, sit there and wait for the cops. I mean, let alone, who knows what's up with this fucking cop. He's probably stressed out. He fucking hasn't been promoted in years. In years! You know? Probably ain't getting head from his wife. No birthday head, right? No Christmas head, right? No New Year's head. Look, he even has a bald head. He's mad. Fuck. And dude, I used to think Wayfair was cool, but I gotta fucking throw my pair away. Now it's fucking looking at this fucking guy rocking him. <laughs> rocking him. Uh, you know, who knows? This dude's all fucking, you know, he's fucking in debt. His stupid boat, his stupid trailer, right? His trucks. You know? He's not happy. Now he got to take it out on this 13-year-old. But what I love, though, about the video is all the little homies gathered around his little friends, huh? Black kids and all. That shit was tight. They're like, yeah, yeah we're going to help out little shorty. Little mousy ass fool had a little mouth on him, though, huh? <laughs> but yeah, dude, you can't be grabbing people and yanking them, dude. And if you are, just go, you know what, dude? We're just going to chill, dude. Um, I got you for trespassing. Let's just wait for the cops to get here, dude. But at the same time, if that little kid, dude, he should have just got...
fucking shirt and ran. Fuck this guy, dude. He touching me. But then that would have been worse for the kid, right? He would have took off, got him for trespassing, right? What, vandalizing a fucking lawn? Give me a break. Arrest every dog in the neighborhood that's taking a shit in your lawn. There's no dogs in this neighborhood. Come on, relax, motherfucker. You live in Anaheim. You don't live in Beverly Hills. It's you're acting like you live in the Palisades, right? And then that little kid and his homies would have scrammed. Then they would have probably got popped for, you know, uh, trespassing or some shit. But the whole thing, this thing kept on going on. And it went on through another lawn. And then another lawn. And then this stupid idiot discharged his weapon. <laughs> oh, wow. A lot of mental uh, exams coming up next there, right? Officer Stadenko. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> what if all the kids would have rushed his ass too, huh? And they didn't really rush him, but uh, you know, I guess we gotta leave it up to the um, the district attorney and see if they're gonna file charges on this guy. He hasn't been arrested so far, you know. And the internet has no chill whatsoever, man. They posted all this information online, dude. I was like, damn, that is a crazy man. That is a so crazy. Uh. <laughs> Oh, what a dick. So I guess the moral of the story goes, in the words of the great Willie Barcena, don't be a dick, bro. <laughs> Man, what a fucking retard. Oh, dude, fucking guy, get late already. Get your dicks up. Go to massage parlor for Pete's sake. This guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's up? Everybody's all protesting and shit. And Twenty-four people got arrested too. After, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, that's one thing about like um, Hispanic people, right? Mexican people. I mean, black people. Somebody gets shot. Test. Hell yeah! Another down black man at the hands of a white police officer. <laughs> a Mexican dude gets shot. <laughs> the community's like, hey, what did he do? Oh, he can't be pointing BB guns at the cops, dog. Nah, they're hot right now. <laughs> no, you guys are going to go protest? Nah, I'm good. Give me a t-shirt, though, dog. <laughs> hey, when they have the car wash for the casket, I'll wash my car, dog. Orale. Orale, suerte, homie. That's some sad news, eh? I feel bad for his cifita, dog. <laughs> oh, you're a punk, Rodrigo. I can't believe you just said that. Oh, so yeah, man, we're in the beautiful city of San Antonio. Let me uh, plug some shows. We're here at the uh, Improv uh, River Center uh, Comedy uh, Club. Uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And uh, beautiful Riverwalk, uh, San Antonio. So we have two shows tonight. And that's tonight's the night. Ooh. That's right, it's February 25th. Three shows, one at 7.30, one at uh, 9.30, I believe, and the last one at 11.30. So there's only tickets available for the 11.30 show tonight, and uh, then we have one show Sunday. And then we're back on the grind, right? Back on the grizzle. Yeah, uh, oh, and let's get back to uh, the Alamo. Yeah, the El Alamono. <laughs> and this is all like, fun. I went to look this shit up at Wikipedia so you know it's accurate, huh? Fake news alert! <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, um, General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana launched an assault on the Alamo mission uh, near San Antonio, uh, modern day San Antonio, Texas, uh, and in the U.S., killing all the Texian defenders. Uh, 
Santana's cruelty during the battle inspired many Texans. Um, it says Texian. I don't know. Fuck, we'll call them Tejanos, eh? Tejano defenders. Uh, Santa Ana's cruelty during the battle inspired many Tejanos, both uh, Texas settlers and adventurers from the United States. And that's another word, settlers. <laughs> you come from anywhere else in the world, you're an immigrant. <laughs> and you're white and you come from anywhere else in the world and you come to these places, you're a settler. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? Excuse me, native. I'm a settler. <laughs> you are now deemed an immigrant. <laughs> oh, yes, it goes like back to A.E. Izzard's uh, uh, bit about, oh, do you have a flag, mate? Oh, this is my flag. Oh, it's now all state. Okay, mate. <laughs> settlers. These guys are killing me. So, yeah, uh, it led a lot of Tejano settlers and adventurers from the United States adventurers, these fools, uh, to join the uh, Texian army. All right, fuck it. We'll leave a Texian right here. Who gives a fuck, right? Somebody hit me with the with the fact check later, um, and they were uh, destined for a desire of for revenge. That the uh, Tejanos defeated the Mexican army at the Battle of San Jacinto. Yeah, shout out to San Jacinto over there in California uh, on April twenty first, eighteen thirty six, and ending the revolution. Several months previously, uh, however, the Tejanos had driven all Mexican troops out of. Mexican Texas. Oh wow, wow! It's like an inner struggle. It's like a Mexican Revolution now, and I guess they're called Texians, Texians, because I guess it's you know before it's called Texas, Texas, American Texas. So fuck it. We'll keep rolling with that word. We'll use it inadvertently. Uh, about a hundred Texians were then garrisoned at the Alamo. Uh, moving along, uh, the Texian uh, force grew slightly with the arrival of reinforcements led by eventual Alamo co-commanders James Bowie, which invented the Bowie knife, <laughs> I don't know, I guess, <laughs> and William B. Travis. On February 23rd, approximately 1,500 Mexicans, <laughs> Mexicans, <laughs> oh my god, they're coming, grab the Ninos, march into San Antonio. Uh, the Vexar um, as a first step in a campaign to retake Texas. Okay, okay. I'm getting the historical significance here. Uh, for the next uh, 10 days, the two armies engaged uh, we engaged huh, in several skirmishes uh, with minimal casualties. Aware that his garrison could not withstand an attack by such a large force, Travis wrote multiple letters pleading for more men and supplies, but the Texians were reinforced by fewer than 100 men. In the early morning hours of March 6, the Mexican army advanced on the Alamo. After repelling two attacks, the Texians were unable to fend off a third attack. As Mexican soldiers scaled the wall, most of the Texian soldiers withdrew into interior, interior buildings. Oh, they scaled the wall. Oh, it's a trip because we were walking around. Right here where the hotel is, we're at the Doubletree, and then we have to walk across behind the Alamo to get them to the mall that's where the River Center Comedy Club is and we were wondering wondering if the wall was built later or if the wall was built during the time that the struggle at the Alamo went down so I guess it was built back then and we were walking right there and Felipe's like I don't know is this shit new dog I was like I don't know fool I guess we'll have to find out and we found out <laughs> Uh, and as the Mexican uh, soldiers scaled the walls, most of the Texian soldiers withdrew into the interior interior buildings. 
Uh, did I just say that? Oh, I guess I did. Uh, <laughs> so that's the Alamo, I guess. Uh, so, oh, he already said I guess a couple times. So I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess. Oh, yeah, a pondering fellow. Uh, defenders unable to reach uh, these points were slain <laughs> by the Mexican cavalry as they attempted to escape. Oh, what do you mean escape? I thought, what happened to Don't Mess With Texas? Oh, this is way before that, bro. All right. <laughs> Between five and seven Texians may have surrendered. If so, they were quickly executed. Most eyewitness accounts reported between 182 to 257 Texians died, while most historians of the Alamo agree, uh, who are these men, um, that around 600 Mexicans were killed or wounded. S several combatants uh, were sent to Gonzalez to spread the word of the Texian defeat. The news sparked both a strong rush to join the Texian army and a panic known as the runaway scrape. Oh shit. Uh, that, that shit only happens when you have generals, general, general herpes. <laughs> Oh, I'm burning! <laughs> and give it up to all the couples that uh, share prescriptions. Hey, yo! <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> In which the Texian army, most settlers, and the new Republic of Texas government fled from the advancing Mexican army. Furthermore, within Mexico, the battle has often been overshadowed by events from the Mexican-American War of 1846 through 1848. In 19th century Texas, the Alamo complex gradually became known as a battle site rather than a former mission. Oh, so it was a mission. All right. I thought it was like a fort or something like that. <laughs> Sounds what I know. They don't teach you this stuff in history class, right? <laughs> ah, this is killing me. The Texas legislature uh, purchased the land and the buildings in the early part of the 20th century and designed the Alamo Chapel as an official Texas state shrine. Keep shining, eh? <laughs> the Alamo is now the most popular tourist site in Texas. Oh, shit, I gotta go. <laughs> the Alamo has been the subject of numerous nonfiction works beginning in 1843. Most Americans, however, are more familiar with the myths and legends spread by many of the movies and television adaptations. <laughs> Sounded like Casey Kasem right there. Adaptations. <laughs> Including the 1950s Disney miniseries Davy Crockett, Davy Crockett, and John Wayne. Get the fuck out of here. Um, in the 1960 film The Alamo. And yeah, word on the street, Davy Crockett, they found him uh, with shit in his pants. Yeah, word on the street. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's what you guys have. The Alamo, we're at night right next door to it. Um, what other little... Uh, uh, quick little factoids. Uh, so I hope you guys are well, man. And shout out to everybody that came out to the show at Claremont at the Flappers Comedy Club that was on January. No, it was February 29th, was it? I'm fucking not February 29th. Dip. It's February 25th right now. January 29th. That was the date. Or the 28th. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for everybody that came out there on the real, man. Um, you guys kicked ass. I'm trying to get some show at the um, uh, Ice House Stage 2, so I'll keep you posted on that. But March 8th, I will be in uh, at the Hollywood, uh, the legendary comedy store in the main room, with the Jesus Trejo's uh, Boulevard Night Show. So yeah, man, uh, that's March 8th, and that's a Wednesday, I believe. So we'll be out there, man. Uh, thank you very much. Um,
And yeah, man, fucking just fucking chilling, dude. I've been on the fucking road. I'm not, dude, this is no excuse. And I'm going to give you that whole fucking week full of podcasts. I know I have been uh, hitting you guys up with it and saying that shit. Come on, bro. <laughs> and shout out to all you fools that um, always keep me on my toes, <laughs> on my late toes, talking shit. Words of podcast, words of podcast. I'm going to keep on giving them to you guys. Um, it just been fucking tough because we've been fucking traveling, dude. And the other thing too is Felipe got a tour with um with Mike Epps and some more. So um it was fucking crazy because the first one, um, uh, the first one I uh the first show um was in Fresno and uh Gary Owen canceled, so they needed you know I guess they needed another comic and this other dude named G Thang uh, showed up and they gave me fucking ten minutes and that was fucking fantastic. So thank TC TC for that. That's uh that's Mike Epps Road Dog. And if you guys haven't seen the news, uh, I guess Mike Epps and <laughs> rolled somebody up at a casino somewhere. So check that out. And that's the TC I'm talking about. But who knows what the fuck happened there too? Some dude probably talking shit. Fuck that, dude. It's like, dude, leave people alone. I mean, you can talk shit, hey, whatever. It's funny, dude. But dude, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, people have short fuses, and it's like people talk about being cool, but they're not really cool. So you know, just leave motherfuckers alone. You ain't got nothing nice to say. Keep it to yourself, or you know, just sh- shout it and then take off real quick. <laughs> Fuck a, conf- a confrontation. <laughs> I'll sue you There's always those sue you people man Oh my god they're killing me So I've been on the road with this fool On that tour um, Acting as a a tour manager How you doing do we got the writer ready Thank you very much Alright could we settle up That was fantastic nice working with you Anything else you guys may need (laughs) And uh, dude we've been on the road since the beginning of February We were in, in Orlando God damn right at the CF E Arena, and then we went to the Arnoff Center uh, for the Arts in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that was the 4th of February, and then February 10th, did the Duke Energy Center in Raleigh, North Carolina, and February 11th, we're at the Verizon Theater in Dallas, Texas, where I met and hung out with Don D.C. Curry, what's up there, <laughs> how y'all doing, this is Uncle Elroy, that's right, yeah man, yeah man, it's beautiful hanging out with y'all. And it was cool because uh, he shared his uh, his uh, his uh, scotch with me. He actually drinks Johnny Walker Black Label. He had that's what he had in his little flask, and then he had three little bottles and a little crown sack. Don't want to give up all the information. I thought he was a spy. Um, he had D Wars. Uh, some people call it Doers, but I pronounce it D Wars because that's just how I pronounce it. I don't give a fuck who says whatever the fuck they want to say. They pronounce it. That's how I pronounce it. All right. Enough with the fucking baloney of, oh shit, and I actually drink scotch. I don't give a fuck. But pro- honestly, my favorite one is Black Label 2, Johnny Walker. And I asked DC Curry, I'm like, hey, you drink that shit because uh, you don't get any hangovers? Like, no, 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 I just like the taste. Yeah, I smoke it with my cigars. <laughs> Tight, man. <laughs> he had a little road manager too, old retired uh, police uh, officer, <laughs> looking like a little detective. And I'm like, well, he's your tour manager. He handles all, all this stuff for you, Don. He's like, oh, nah, man, mostly he can just get in the way of shit. <laughs> 
So shout out to Don DC Curry, keeping it 100, dude. He said he'll do the What's Up Full podcast. He's hella cool. He has a little place in LA and a little place in Atlanta, dude. So, you know, hopefully we'll link up with him soon. And he's probably, we've ha- sat there and chatted with him the most together, me and Felipe kicking it. I mean, I hung out with uh, Bruce Bruce and them and their homie Ski and their little clique and just hanging out at the merch booth. It was fucking hella funny, man, hanging out with that dude. And that's been cool too, man. And hung out with them all fucking, um, one night by the merch booth at, uh, at the Arnoff Center for the Arts in Cincinnati. That was fucking hella cool, man. Yeah, what's going on, young blood? <laughs> Bruce Bruce is cool, dog. <laughs> yeah, so after Dallas, dude, we did the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, Illinois. And that was a one-nighter. Fucking went in and out. And that was, uh, that was an eye-opener. Right? It's like, dude, this is what I got to say about hospitality. All right, and this is me with Bud, dude. With Bud. Back to the lectures at hand. Um, people talk about pot, this and that. It's all popular. And to be honest with you, it's pot is so popular these days that I don't even want to fucking, I don't even want to be associated with it no more. It's like not even cool anymore. Everybody's doing it. It's like seriously, it gets to the point where it's like not even cool no more. It's like when shit just fucking trendy. You know what I mean? It's like fuck that, dude. Um, I don't even want to puff no more, dude. You know what I mean? It's like all these cheesy people and like people don't know how to do it. And then like, you know, the epidemic of dabbing, that's like freebase. And it's like, eh, I don't even want to do that shit anymore. That's like too intense. Fuck that, dude. Oh, you crying, bro. I thought you were down, man. Fuck, dude. One world, one love. Puff like a Jamaican. Um, which leads me back to uh, um, the etiquette of smoking weed. I've been doing rolling joints since I was like 14 and a half. I used to roll them for a band, Voodoo Glow Schools, before I even puffed. 14 and a half, 15 years old, fucking DC'd and shit before Good Bud, and then Good Bud came into the mix, sitting there fucking breaking it up, rolling it up, handing it over to the homies so they can puff. Dude, this is a good joint, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking let me know when you guys need another one. I'll roll it up. Fuck yeah, dude. And um, that's how I did, you know? And then fucking I read this article in High Times. It was uh, um, it was uh, Cypress Hill. They were uh, Be Real, and I think it was... Uh, it was DJ Muggs that were talking about how to properly roll a blunt, how to de- how to gut a Philly blunt and take the inner um, the inner tobacco leaf, not the outer one. And personally, as far as blunts, the ones I, I like Dutch Masters because that's actually a tobacco leaf. Because I think all the other shit is just processed. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it all the way to the to the edge. Um, so. Um, weed's cool. I've been around it since I was a little kid. I remember being like, dude, I was little. I was like seven or eight playing basketball at Foothill Elementary in the back. And these dudes were hitting uh, weed out of those old school metal pipes that you twist and shit. It had a little screen in it. And uh, they were puffing. They're all, hey, dude, get get out of here. You got to go over there. And I was like, uh, why do you got to go over there? Dude. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and I'll get my little basketball and go over there. And then my homie's like, hey, what are you doing over there? Get over here. I was like, fuck that. That shit smells good. <laughs> I guess it's when like a little kid first smells a mar- marker and you're like, ah, this smells good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, some kids smell, oh, this smells gross. You'll be sitting there in the back, all, mmm, mmm, oh, hi, huh, what up? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And uh, so uh, I would go to the other side of the basketball court and as soon as they started puffing, I'll come back around and be all, dude, go over there. I was like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> So I always had an affinity for it because it smells good, you know, it's cool. Uh, but, oh, dude, man, this is what I got to tell. And, dude, I'm not going to say that I came into the game busting out a bunch of good bud, but I would always offer it, and I would never whip out 
something if I didn't have a fat ass joint or a fat ass bowl. But this particular guy, um, we hung out with him, you know, got him backstage, everything. And homeboy had two of the smallest joints in the world. Why don't you just roll a big fat one? Uh, yeah. And on top of that, we uh, were smoking. And he's one of the dudes just waiting to kind of like smoke with the with somebody famous or something too. A bigger dog, but that never happened. Thank God. Um, and uh, at the end, he had one more joint left, a little skinny joint. And then he takes like fucking more than a quarter of it. Like rips it off. Oh, I need some for the head. It's like, motherfucker, we're not even in your town. We're guests. We hooked your ass up and you're going to take it. And not to sound like a miser, like we needed more smoke. But it's like, ugh. It's like, I can't fuck with you no more. <laughs> in the words of uh, uh, Corey Holcomb, yeah, I can't fuck with that motherfucker no more, dog. <laughs> yeah, you done been erased. <laughs> it's like my Uncle Willie would say. And this is another Willie, um, uh, brother of my Aunt Nina. Oh, coolest motherfucker on the planet. May he rest in peace. Yeah, borrate se. Erase yourself, Holmes. Get out of here. Borrate. <laughs> so, yeah, man, you can't be doing that shit, dog. Um, you just can't. I mean, if you don't, ha- I mean, if you don't have a little something, just don't even, don't even open it up, man. Don't even open it up. Don't be jocking motherfuckers to get on the list or get your ass in. Uh, and that's just a little nugget of truth in the unwritten laws of the game. For all you blowhards out there and for all you, uh, people that want to be rolling, um, eventually or want to get on anything. <laughs> And, you know, come on, man, shit. The weed gods are looking at your ass going, oh, you sorry motherfucker. (laughs) Ah, Shit. So, yeah, man, Uh, that's what's up, man, on the fucking road. I wanted to fucking say hello to you guys real quick, you know what I mean? (coughs) Excuse me. And shout out to um, uh, everybody, dude, that fucking has been listening to the What's Up full podcast, Enchilada Casserole podcast. Um, and the Yeah Man podcast. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna head on out with this, um, and I'll get back at you. Um, we're gonna get some guests on. The thing is, I haven't really been home. And this thing too is like I help Armando Cosillo with his pest control company. It's called La Cucaracha. We're always advertising on here. This is gonna be the advertisement for this show because we gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta fucking uh, go to the gym and burn off this fucking pizza, dude. I got a pizza last night. I walked like a fucking mile to get this shit, dude. I woke up fucking blasting, dude. I got three slices. Left. I'm gonna throw that shit out. Fuck it, I'm gonna save it. <laughs> so he needs a lot of help right now, man. And it's a it's a transition part of my life. It's like, dude, could I do stand up all the way? Uh, I don't know. Uh, could I make it? Uh, do I still need this job? Uh, uh, I don't want my girlfriend to think I'm a loser. Uh, I don't want my parents to think I'm a loser. Uh, I don't want the world to think I'm a loser. Uh, but this is the thing, man. If you got friends and they they need help, and if you can help them, help them, dude. That's it. I ain't complaining about shit. I gotta get up sometimes. My fucking body's tired and shit, but I don't give a fuck. I'll keep on fucking rolling. I'm a motherfucking soldier. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's why I've been busy as fuck. And, you know, it hurts the podcast and the fact that, you know, it cuts into its consistency, but we still got a truck. But it's also, too, it doesn't, what I can do and what I'm gonna do, if I can't get a guest, I'm just gonna do a fucking solo one. You know what I'm saying? And give you guys some fucking insight, some knowledge, or whatever the fuck I can bust out for you guys. You know what I mean? And the whole, I want to give you, you know, stream of consciousness shit. I want to give you, like, right here and right there. I don't want to be all like, um, um, uh, I don't want to be all unauthentic. I don't want to be noted. I don't want to be produced. None of that shit, dude. If there's some fuck-ups, fuck it. Let it slide already, right? In the words of Vince Gunny, uh, 
up and away. <laughs> Vince Gunny. Vince Scully. That's right. And the count is one and three. <laughs> uh uh, so yeah, man, that's it, man. That's all I'm fucking, um, I'm grateful. Thank you guys very much for listening. Fucking, let's keep pumping this motherfucker, you know what I mean? Hit you on all fucking sorts of media. Get all the fucking shout-outs on the next one. Everybody on Snapchat, shout-out to you. Anybody, everybody on Instagram, shout-out to you. Everybody on Facebook, shout-out to you, right? And let me see if I have any shout-outs right here. Oh, shit, and that's what I forgot to uh, mention on the last one. I want to thank so much, dude, to fucking PK, man. Uh, the homie PK, he's been on the What's Up Full podcast. He actually gave me this lapel mic that I'm using to record right now through my iPhone. I don't have my other gear, but I'm going to start bringing my other gear with me because I got a new backpack that kicks ass, rip curl backpack that I can pack all my shit. And shout out to PK. I don't know where you got this fucking little mic from. Wherever it's from, it works good. If you got it from Korea, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm down with it. And uh, you fucking kick ass, bro. Thank you so much. And also uh, to Chente Castaneda, um, who I met at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, right there by Oakland. Thank you very much for coming out to the show. Thank you very much for coming to the merch booth saying what's up. Thank you for that shot of uh, Don Julio at the end of the night, dude. It's either Don Julio or Patron, whatever. I like Don Julio better just because fucking, I don't know, just a little taste. There's also a little short fool. I forgot your name, dog. And thank you to everybody that comes out to the Felipe shows, that comes to the merch booth and says what's up and says yeah, man, and uh, says they listen to my podcast too. You guys are bad motherfuckers. Thank you very much. Because I never asked for nothing. I'm just rolling with it. I don't have a fucking plan. I just want to I wanna go fluid. And not that I don't have a plan, but I don't... I don't, I don't have any preconceived notions. I don't have anything, you know, like um, opportunist style. Yeah, dude, I'm going to ride this dude and I'm going to fucking get his fans too and shit. Like, dude, I just roll like to roll. That's it. And if you fucking happen to like me and if you're into that shit and the laugh is infectious, whatever the fuck, dude, thank you. And we're going to fucking, uh, we're going to build a legion of you motherfuckers, man. And thank you so much. On the real, It makes me fucking feel good. I don't want to be all like, oh, yes, it makes my heart a cry. I so cry I so much. Uh. <laughs> you know, like that very cool Korean lady and shit. Oh, you have putty brown eyes. Uh. <laughs> only t- There's only two women in my life that, that ever told me I had pretty brown eyes. A Korean lady and a black lady. Uh, and the black lady was Kenny Williams' mama. Oh, you, you so with your pretty little brown ass. <laughs> That was cool, man. I was like, damn, my dad fucking said I look like a retard. <laughs> but your mother didn't. <laughs> oh, it's like the old Jewish lady on a plane before the election. He's all, I'm like, what do you think about Donald Trump and, um, and Hillary? Oh, Donald, what a disgrace. <laughs> and how about Hillary? She's a crook. She ain't any better either. <laughs> Oh my god, and then I asked this little chubby lady uh, on the next plane. I think we're going from Florida back out to uh, LA. What do you think about uh, about uh, Hillary and uh, the Donald? Those two clowns. <laughs> yeah, man. Alright, man. Keep shining. Thank you so much. You fucking be cool, and I'm out like the Phantom. Check out this tune. Yeah, man. <laughs>